right, so good morning, everybody. Good afternoon. Good evening. Whatever time you're watching this. Once again, it's time they're for watching, the Chia and Khalil though, show. But are they watching? That's all I want to know. <laughs> <laughs> well, next month, once we bring it in, once you get your makeup right, um, okay. <laughs> and we start doing this, right, then they're going to be able to watch it. You know guys wear makeup too, right? Like, they'll have their lip, pink lip gloss on and their, and their foundation. No, it's for real. It's legit because the TV catches everything, the camera now, you know? So with that HD glare on you, you want to make sure you're done right. So, <laughs> gee, number one, um, I'm angry that you think I haven't seen Tupe Fiasco. Or what was the old um, head of the Senate, the other dude who was orange? Um, um, oh, freaking A. He got um, all heard about the... Um, tea Party people messing up the rotation. Yeah, who was that? Boehner. I Boehner. can't even remember. Boehner! Boehner! Yeah. Boehner. Like, I don't understand why they make it funky colors. Like, why are you trying to... Like, being orange is not going to be... Like, whatever is underneath the orange, probably Look, is orange is the new the black. So. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, I'd rather have a pimple than be orange. Right. Yes. But yeah, I know. I know other people like put on makeup and it doesn't look hor horrific like that. Right. Right. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> well, I'm glad you express your feelings. Continue. Right. Yeah, but I'm gonna let you be the pretty one when we go with the video. Anyways. Thank you. Appreciate it because it's always been that <laughs> yeah. way. But anyway. Before I was rudely interrupted. <laughs> the Chi and Khalil show with your hosts, Chi and Khalil. Anyways, at the end of last time, before Chi started giggling. Um, we were talking, oh, we just kind of briefly talked about uh, Nick Cannon, Deshaun Watson, and also I guess Ice Cube is in on it, too. Well, there's there's a lot of a lot There's of a whole people. lot of them. Right. There are a whole lot of them. Yeah. Um, you know, white supremacy was created, you know, uh, to keep the, the revolutions down in the colonies, because most of the colonies were having re revolts that were multiracial, because the European serfs that were brought over weren't treated any better than the Africans. And mm -hmm. Or the Native Americans who were being forced to work, so there was a lot of there were a lot of multiracial revolts. So they just created right. a whole bunch of uh, tomfoolery to keep people distracted. So, anyways, can you can you put a pin on that, like seriously, because that's like the beginning of everything. That's the theory of everything right now, right? <laughs> like this was decidedly created to keep the masses, regardless of what they look like, oppressed. Right. So it's kind of. So I'm going to say something that's going to sound weird. So like the whole white privilege thing is mm -hmm. kind of not 100% true, right? So mm. yeah, like you have like you have some rights that black and brown people don't have, but yeah. overall racism is bad for the average white person because it stopped the common people, the working class from actually uniting together. So right. Without right. racism, the average white person would have more than they do with racism. Just because the distribution of wealth is so skewed in the United States because of racism, the average white person is worse off because of it than they would be if it didn't exist. Well, all of us are. Right. One of the many uh, reactions to white supremacy and all this tomfoolery is mm -hmm. black supremacy, right? Mm -hmm. Can you explain how black supremacy can even ex exist? Yeah, so 
obviously, like, people who created racism had to be very insecure. People who perpetuate racism have to be very insecure, or white supremacy, right? Right, right. So you're so insecure about who you are, you have to go out of your way to try to violently oppress other people because you're jealous of them. Like, in right. the 50s, um, African-American athletes weren't allowed to play in white professional sporting leagues because mm -hmm. they were deemed that they were inferior athletes. Right. <laughs> no, 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 it's true. I mean, what wasn't it? No, because uh, who was it? Um, Jimmy the Greek back in the 80s, I was reading this. I was like, oh my gosh, this was when we were kids. So we probably heard it and just didn't know. But his whole garbage about like, you know, well, we're, we black people just have this sort of like gene or predisposed not only because of genetics but because of slavery <laughs> like like somehow you know we're 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 better we're more athletic and also and i didn't realize this we 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 heard this in medical school i did i don't know remember if you did about the muscle twitching and fibers and whatnot and that black people have more of them and that's why they can win marathons and whatnot like all racist bs <laughs> Or, 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 and here was the other thing, like, dang, we can't let the, let the black football players, um, you know, get into the coaching positions or in quarterback positions, then what will be left for the rest of us? <laughs> Are you serious right now? You make up 80% of the population or maybe 60%. I don't remember what y'all make up right now, but like a good majority. Are you really worried about that? Anyway, but to your point. <laughs> But it's just so funny how it switched to the opposite now, right? Now, now mm -hmm. from before, we weren't good enough athletes. Now, we're just so primitive that we're better physically because we don't have the mental capacities of white people, right? But the, it's just funny that that's the dichotomy that has switched, right? It went from us being mm -hmm. inferior athletes to now the only thing we can do is af um, be athletes. Right, is and entertain. Right, and what's most likely is that it's, it's one of the few areas where it's hard to um, get by with racism. And that being said is if you're boxing, mm -hmm. your whiteness isn't going to help you very much, right? As opposed okay. to in a boardroom when you're making decisions, when you're being evaluated by other people, et cetera, who gets promoted, a lot of racism happens. Uh, okay. Yes. Yeah. There are certain spaces where your whiteness um, grants you more privilege, more access. Right. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So your whiteness is okay. going to get you to, you're a British white boxer fighting in America against a black American and mm -hmm. all the American or a majority of the American fans are cheering for you, but mm -hmm. you're still going to have to actually win the fight. Right. Right. Um, against a black guy who is athletically right. superior to you. <laughs> Beat at, you know, I mean, doesn't it sound like garbage? Anyway, keep going. Keep going. So in reaction, since it's obvious that this is created or the, the theory of black supremacy is that it's obvious that the white person knows that they're inferior to us. So therefore, since they're so insecure and expressing their insecurities with this white supremacy, we're going to make a black supremacy where we talk about how we are the origin of man, we are the original Hebrews, we are superior for this reason, that reason, et cetera, et cetera. And there's a bunch of different versions of it. Um, yeah. There's like the black Hebrews, I forgot what they're called. There's the mm -hmm. Hotepism, which mm -hmm. is all kinds of amazing because it kind of mixes in um, like some Egyptian mysticism with Christianity. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
but then like they went in hard on the misogyny, like the misogyny up in there. Oh yeah, so it's, it's a whole nother level. I, I refuse right. to even yeah. Anyway, yeah, it's, and the, that's the, widely documented. Right, there is no controversy on that. Yeah, and there's this cat named uh, Umar Johnson who is hilarious. Like the coonery of him is just like. Who is on, Umar like, Johnson? So he's just, he calls himself Dr. Umar. I call him Master Umar because only um, documentation of the degree that I can find for him is a master's degree, not a PhD. Um, uh, okay. But he's one of the Hotep like YouTube leaders. He wanted to start like a beef with somebody, so he's like you know recording this YouTube video and he's yelling at the dude, and then he mm-hmm. says something like, "Hey, look at me when I'm talking to you." It's like, um, you're making a recording. Like, <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, like your acting is bad. You know what I mean? Like, you're, you're obviously just acting, and you just told us all that you're acting. This is a show. <laughs> but then he goes to, um, he, he, he talks on them. He acts like he's getting a phone call. So he's on the phone with someone saying something, right? Mm-hmm. And his phone rings, right? Like, you know how we get random text messages, right? Yeah. So he's acting like he's talking on the phone, and the phone actually starts ringing. Right. <laughs> oh, sugar. Oh, no. Oh, are you, mm. But then Mm-mm. he still puts it in the video. Like, he still posts this YouTube video, like, of all the, with all these, like, horrible errors in it. But anyways, um, he also, like, he started this fake school that he was going to build and got a lot of money for it. And eventually, uh, PayPal, like, gave the money back to all the people because he never built a school. Mm-hmm. Um, he just does a lot of things. But the, and the same thing, like, the Nation of Islam does this, too, in Louis Farrakhan. So Louis yep. Farrakhan is someone who's really popular. But the thing is that it's kind of funny because while they're trying to build up black supremacy, they still insult us all the time, right? So they kind of gaslight you. They say that you're the greatest ever, but then they say things like, you know, black people are the only only people on the earth that don't protect their women. Or mm-hmm. And it's funny. It's coming from, like, the Hotep super misogynist saying, like, mm-hmm. this, but then he also, like, has three or four different baby mamas, doesn't pay for them, has been accused of like sexual assault, abuse, also. Anyways, they get these leaders that are really for themselves. And I could talk about Farrakhan yeah. like all day. And the main reason no, is No, like, we're not going to though. Yeah. <laughs> like, all, I, all I'm going to say is he masterminded the, the murder of Malcolm X because he was jealous of him. So like I can't- Wait a really second, wait him. a second, wait a second, pause. Um, so Louis Farrakhan, you're saying masterminded. I thought that there was an Elijah Muhammad, the one that they called the. Oh, yeah. I, I'm remembering this okay. from the Malcolm X movie by Spike Lee. There were a lot of people involved. So Elijah Muhammad was a leader of the Nation of Islam, and his his kids were making a lot of money from the nation, right? Yeah, and like Malcolm most, X. Yeah, yeah. But anyways, but Malcolm actually made the nation popular nationwide. Like the the nation right. was a really small organization, but Malcolm right. X was the charismatic leader that came out and brought. Um, open places everywhere, brought it to the main stage, actually made mm-hmm. them a viable force. And there's a lot of controversy over what happened, but um, Elijah Muhammad's children and also Louis Farrakhan were battling for control of the organization um, mm-hmm. because they wanted the power and they viewed Malcolm X as a threat. So even though he would bring them more, and this kind of the, they would, they would be better off with him because he was so popular, but they wanted to be right. in power. So they made things happen and encourage people to kill him. And now, Mal- now that Malcolm's popular, like Farrakhan's on this rant about how they're BFFs, but like the, he actually, like in a recorded um, speech that he gave to the Nation of Implot members, like he bragged about killing Malcolm. He's just like, yeah, you know, you know, people talk about Malcolm X, blah, blah, how we shouldn't have killed him, but like, look, we're a nation. Malcolm X was a traitor. 
um, and we dealt with them how nations deal with traitors. Like we made him, and like it's kind of the whole thing. Like I, wow. the parents say, like I made you, and I can I put brought you in this I world. I can take you out. out. Right. Yeah. He's like you know, we picked him up out of the out of the gutter in the jail, and made him, built him up, cleaned him up, et cetera, educated wow. him, and he's a traitor, and this is how we deal with traitors. So I mean, let's. Oh my gosh. I don't really know that how he, he's not saying he was proud of it, right? And everyone was cheering. Of course, because that's what happens in a dictatorship. We're seeing that play itself out right now in the United States. There are people cheering. <laughs> and I bet you 50 years from now, there will still be people cheering over what this man has done to this country in three yeah. and a half years. I mean, not to say that the entire responsibility belongs to him. Right. Whiteness created it, but he certainly now has the, the power you know, to do something. Yeah. So a lot of people have heard these and a lot of people in growing up in black culture, like you hear yeah. um, teaching of Louis Farrakhan, you hear the nation, mm -hmm. um, this hotepism, that a lot of these things are brought into your, your mind. And also yeah. um, eventually at some point, all of us realize the bullshittedness of white supremacy, right? Like mm -hmm. there's, there's no superior race whatsoever. So you realize that it's all bullshit and right. Black supremacy is one option for other for people to say like, "Hey, um, this is my empowerment. I am a powerful person as well, um, et cetera, et cetera." So, but is black supremacy like um, black power? No, that's different. So, mm -hmm. <laughs> I mean, hey, let's educate. But I mean, like the black power movement is more of the Black Panthers, where they're basically mm -hmm. just saying that, um, you know, we are a we are a powerful people to have survived all this violence. Uh, right. And we're going to start making more self-determination. But it was there's a lot more social socialism in it and like intersectionality. Mm -hmm. Right. So then so then, I mean, yes, 100 percent black power. But then should anybody be talking about supremacy, whether white, black, let's add some other colors or whatever no. other terminology qualifiers we need. But like, is that that's not a thing that should not be a thing. Right. It's all kind of silliness. Right. It's yeah. It doesn't make any sense. Um, Whatsoever. Like, we're not that much different to say that we're all right. That's the thing. Right. And then the other thing is like the other thing that you're bringing up, like when Jimmy the Greek was saying something about like you know black people, right, and mm -hmm. being good at football. So one, mm -hmm. you know, West Africans are the size for football, right? Mm -hmm. But if you look that at that, sounds like a racist um, comment. But continue. <laughs> no, I mean like certain races do have certain physical characteristics, right? So like West Africans are larger than um japanese people or like east asians right just on the average okay not to say okay. that every west african is bigger than every japanese person the same right but there's average. some characteristics yeah. that differentiate right. like right. and whatnot okay but then if you look at like marathon runners those are east africans from kenya which have mm -hmm. a totally different build like so uganda mm -hmm. and kenya have a totally different landscape because africa is kind of a large continent right yeah so, it's not it's not a monolith right so if you look at the marathon runners they come from mm -hmm. high altitude areas where people mm -hmm. are smaller right mm -hmm. and they have more hemoglobin they have a better lung capacity because they live in high altitude areas mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. high altitude areas obviously can run marathons because you need a lot of oxygen to for long distance um, right to use your oxygen effectively right. basically like you yeah. just built you adapt a way to use oxygen more effectively which right. i'm gathering the people who live in denver must have too or in peru yeah. actually right well a lot right? of yeah yeah but also like mm -hmm. in kenya they like a lot of you talk to like a lot of the marathon runners 
-hmm. they had to run to school every day like eight or ten miles but that's what see see that that's that's the problem that i have because <laughs> ain't no mf -er in kenya having to run eight miles to go to school no guarantee you guarantee no. you no, i need to like, get my kenyan friends on board because no. that's this is this is the thing that i that that makes me like annoyed like as i was re um, reading this annoyed or frustrated is like these stories like i don't know where they find their basis in other than like oh we happened to look at a tribe once you know, for about 10 years, wrote it in a sociology book that XYZ University Press decided to publish and sold as Bible. No, I'm not saying that every Kenyan runs for miles. No, like people who there are, there are cities in Kenya, there are very large cities in Kenya that are actually, the, they're actually like the Eastern hub of commerce or East, like mm -hmm. one of the hubs of commerce in East Africa is. Right, um, right, one, right, yeah. right. It's one of the border, um, the harbor towns in Kenya. Mm -hmm. But no, there's a lot of rural people who live in the mountains who have to run to school. Um, and I'm but not why saying why do they have to run to school, Khalil? <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Why do they have? Why can't they walk? Are you telling me lions, tigers, and bears are going after yeah. them? No. Please don't say that. Just for efficiency, <laughs> right? So like they have to like help their family with chores in the morning, and they uh -huh. have to get to school and get back. Mm -hmm. So why not? you know, put a little pep in your step. Yeah, you could walk. No, you know what? No, no. Hey. So what's the point Anyways, you're really I'm trying to make? <laughs> what I'm trying to say is that it's silly to say that black people are better at football because if you actually look at the whole continent of Africa, there's a whole mm -hmm. diverse level of sizes right. and shapes, etc. Right, right. Okay, that point, yes. I was a circular <laughs> way of getting there. <laughs> oh my God. No, um... But it, uh, the 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 talk of the um, black supremacy and the and the white supremacy, like we said, we were going to. Yeah. So okay, Nick Cannon. You yeah. know. Yeah. So, what What do you think? <laughs> so the things that he said were coming out of that. Um, what is the name of the the black Hebrew one? Oh man. I um, the black and, Israelites. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or the, the five percenters. Okay. Yeah, the black Israelites. Um, okay. So he said some things from there. So this is the a point okay. that um, the brother man made from the root. Um, Michael was, Harriet. Yeah. Uh -huh. He was like, well, everybody says racist stuff all the time. Why mm -hmm. is Nick Cannon getting fired for it? Right? <laughs> <laughs> well, because if, if you look at the things that are said on TV and promoted on TV mm -hmm. in general, like right. it's okay to say, like we were talking about last week, like, mm -hmm. It's okay to for Will Smith to you know to have a minstrel show and have anti-black imagery. Yes, so, because white people wanted that. Right. I mean, so, when I say white people, I mean the executives. Yeah. Well, I mean it's just normal, right? So, mm -hmm. so when Nick Cannon just says a few things about you know black people being the original people on Earth, or says something that was anti-Semitic, then all of a sudden, like it's a problem for him, and it's the same kind of thing that you know, white males can make mistakes and get off and females and people of color aren't afforded the same kind of mistakes. We're not allowed to make those kind of mistakes. Mm -hmm. And the other thing is that the show they took him off of was, was just, I didn't even know it was still running. It's that little comedy skit, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. His Wildin' Out. Yeah. Like, who even knew that was still on, number one? <laughs> oh, sorry about that. It's, it's time to wake up, y'all. So Wildin' Out, like, Wildin' Out is not going to harm anybody, right? There's no power really in Wildin' Out outside of making jokes. So he's he doesn't make them on the show. He doesn't talk about any of the black supremacy on the show. He just does a comedy show. Right, uh, on his own podcast and yeah. his it's like kind of like the conversations that he has in his own living room 
right. long as he doesn't bring it to work, like yeah. he should, you know, he should be able to do that. I actually disagree. No, I'm not. I want, well, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Because um, there's okay. If we're gonna if we're gonna hold all of these people to a certain standard, like uh -huh. then we need to hold all of them to a certain standard, right? And what he said, he said because he didn't. He 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 even said it on his on his podcast later when he was with um I think it was Rabbi Cooper. Uh -huh. on his on his follow-up episodes that dropped this week um, after the whole thing, that this was stuff that he learned. And he was trying to, yes, promote Black people, but didn't know that in the promoting, he was he was perpetuating these stereotypes. Not, right. not only um, these anti-Semitic stereotypes, which, like, some of these I haven't even heard. Like, I didn't even know this, this shit existed, and I will call it shit because it's like, Wait, what? Who right. says? Who even <laughs> begins to think that? But clearly, he did, right? Like yeah, that was part well, part of his makeup. Said. I forgot what he actually um, said. Okay, wait. Let me let me think about what he actually said because everybody took it down. The post and the YouTube post are all gone. There is one summary in the Republic World um, oh. online that says that he claimed that he wishes to debate the idea of giving so much power to the Jewish community. He claimed that with so much power, the Jewish community was turning into Illuminati, the Zionists, the Rothschilds. Uh, like, I, uh, these, um, and he went on to add that uh, um, okay. black people are Semitic people by definition and that Semitic people are not white, which is interesting because then if Semitic people, if Semitic people are Jewish people and they are not white, then why are you attributing this sort of white supremacist ideal to them? Like this takeover, this like they're trying to make us all bad. Like it, it, this, is, this is the stupidity of the thought process, right? Like I don't even, like the fact, oh my gosh. So I know that Jewish, I know that Jewish people are Jewish. Ju Judaism is both religion and culture, right? Right. There are people who are Jewish, identify mm -hmm. as Jewish, but do not practice the religion. Right. And then there are those who are um, very religious, not necessarily fundamentalist or whatnot. Right. I, as a black person in this country, have, I, I think it's, let me put it this way. As a black person in this country being raised in Los Angeles, I knew that there were Jewish people, but I always just saw them as white because in this country it's white or black. It's not until I got to New York, which I think is a particularly special kind of place right. that I saw America differentiate between white and Jew. Like it was <laughs> like, like I, I right. like it was a, a, a good thing to do because it was so bad that they should be lumped in the same group. <laughs> and I, like I, I asked him a friend of mine, a, a longtime friend of mine um, who is also Jewish. I said, I, I need to understand this because this is not the world that I grew up in. Like right. I even thought that as Adventists growing up, like, you know, I was like, we well, I would tell people we're we're sort of like Jews but Christians, <laughs> like because we followed the entire Old Testament, like you know whether the Levitical laws, the kosher laws, whatever. We went to church on the Sabbath, right? Like we right. understood that. So for me, it wasn't. Now you're eating ribs, and, but now you're eating ribs. Yeah, now I'm eating. Well, I'll only <laughs> eat yours, thank you. That's it. Like I, I can't go beyond that. <laughs> it just it does not. Who anyway? Um, but. To the point where I was just like, wow, this, this anti-Semitism is real. I knew it existed. I, I knew it existed. But the differentiation, I think the point that I'm trying to make is the differentiation between white and Jew in New York is so 
powerful and palpable yeah, that it's like it's ugly. It's right, ugly. Like, it's like there's a there it's like they're a separate class. And I'm like, are you kidding right now? Y'all have the luxury. This is the thing. White people have the luxury of te- um, of defining what white is in this country. <laughs> to the point where, and this goes back to what we were saying in the beginning, what you were saying, which is that racism impacts everybody, right. white or not white, right? That these people can document and say, well, today we're going to let the Irish be white, but them Jews never. What the <laughs> holy fuck? Like that's... That is out. I'm, my heart is hurting right now because I can see like my 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 cloud of witness Jewish friends right now and thinking to myself, are we still here? That yeah. people actually believe the Holocaust didn't even actually exist. Let me end my rant right now before I get somebody in trouble. Yeah, those people. Yeah. Well, like, I, I agree with you. Like I was like growing up in California. Like now I think about it, I actually had like Jewish friends growing up. Right. So yeah. one of my one of my really good friends that I spent a lot of time with and would go like vacation with their family like. They would have the menorah like around mm-hmm. like when we'd be there for like the Christmas holidays, and I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. this is fun. We can light candles, but I never really thought about it, right? Like we're right. Like, candles. We get to play the dreidel and get candy, like right. But I never thought about it, like you said. Like I never realized that, and I knew like there was some like anti-Semitism in theory, but I didn't really yes. know the depth. Of right. It. Yeah. Right. The depth of it, and right. and that and that we are. Like a lot of us are perpetuating that. By right. by us, I mean other non-white groups. And that is to to say what you said in the beginning again, a tool of of dictators, the tool of power to keep the masses oppressed. This right. whole fight, like there should be no anti-Semitic bone <laughs> in anyone, right? Especially if you're a person of color. Right. You better be standing on the sidelines with your Jewish brothers and sisters. And, uh, and okay, and I say this in, in terms of discrimination because when the, the, the State Department has a definition for what is anti-Semitism and part of that definition of anti-Semitism includes where people are, oh, how did they say it? Um, oh, I'm trying to think. It was like, Wait, hold on. Yes. Okay. Here it is. Here it is. So the State Department has this whole outline of anti-Semitism, of what anti-Semitism actually means. So Mm -hmm. when I'm talking about like us standing on the front lines with our Jewish brothers and sisters, I'm specifically talking about let there not be anti-Semitic rhetoric um, in our lexicon as a people, as black people. That's what I mean. Okay. I do not mean, and this is partly because I just need more education on this, so I don't want to speak a foul. I do not mean to stand against oppression of anybody that's exacted by, you know, a country that might happen to be predominantly Jewish, aka Israel. Right. The state of Israel. Right. Right. Like. Right. Yeah. Right. I'm not saying the oppression of anybody is the oppression of everybody. Right. Right, you know, like just like racism may it, it impacts black people, it is impacting all of you too, you know? Like that, I think bottom line, what I'm trying and hoping to to get across to people is that in this moment in time, any sort of division that some of these sort of big institutions want to create, it's a distraction. Yeah. We need to come together and wipe this ish out. And 
And I like Desans Jackson's response better than Nick Cannon. Because Nick Cannon, like, fired back and mm. was defensive at first. Um, yes, but Desans very. Jackson very. Like, oh, like, I would have never posted that knowing the actual source of it. And then mm-hmm. he actually, like, accepted invitations to go visit Auschwitz to actually yes. meet with other people. Actual real thing. But it's also That's funny good. that people wanted him to be fired for just making an Instagram post. <laughs> Mind you... No, I mean, I'm, and that depends on the post, right? So, like, he went yes, back. Yes, it does. But, it does completely. But, yeah. And, and, and other things. But, like, you know, one, he's a football player, right? Yeah. Um, and there's, there's a horrible MMA fighter. Anyways, I'll, uh, that's a different story. Anyways, but there was a, a wide receiver for the Philadelphia Eagles mm-hmm. that went to my college. Oh, goodness gracious. Go Gators. <laughs> but, anyways, he was. Wait, are you. Okay. Fine. Well, there's a no. There's a joke with a meme with there's Riley Cooper, mm-hmm. Tim Tebow, and Aaron mm-hmm. Hernandez, right, in a picture because they're all. They're Wait, all did pictures. Aaron? Yeah, they were oh, all. Oh, he went to all, your like, school. They were all there at the same time, right? So the picture of the three of them, right? And so it's a preacher, a racist, and a murderer <laughs> walking <laughs> to a bar. Right? Oh no! Oh God! Oh, that's horrible! Right. That's horrible. Cool. Didn't Aaron like kill himself? I'm not yeah, laughing he, here, but yeah, he, he did, right? He committed suicide in jail. Yeah. Yeah. Life. Yeah. Life. If, and if you actually saw his Netflix story, it's like it's it's I his, will. So don't yeah. don't don't give his anything away. His upbringing was bad. So basically it goes back to our like if we stop hitting kids, like yeah. everyone will be a lot better off. But anyways. Yeah. So Riley Cooper was at a concert mm-hmm. and threatened to fight all you racial slurs over there. Kept yelling that to people. Like, I'll jump over the fence and fight all you N-words. Wait, 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 wait. Bradley Cooper, Silver no, Linings Riley, Playbook? No, no, Riley Cooper. Oh. Riley Cooper. <laughs> they don't all look alike, Chief. They don't all look alike. <laughs> See? There you go with the black supremacy. You can't even tell the white people apart anymore. <laughs> no. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Pause. But folks posting up pictures of Elijah Cummings talking oh. about, oh, my gosh, I served with John Lewis. Uh, well, I mean, it's F-O-H. Florida man, Florida F-O-H. man, right? Once again, Florida man. <laughs> the state of Florida is drinking some wine that I don't even understand. <laughs> they need some Florida water for themselves. Anyway. So, oh, so yeah, but and everyone's like, oh, it's okay. He didn't really mean it. He was just angry. I'm like, mm. there's, there's no way. But hey, Ye- your boy Yeezy, this is the, another thing mm. that. I think we kind of made a misstep. So it's obvious that Yeezy is bipolar, right? And Wait, he's going who on. made a misstep? We did. We when? didn't clarify everything. When we talked about that he needs help for his mania, right? So there's something yeah, that yeah, we need yeah. to clarify. Yeah, he does need his right. he, he does need help for his mania. But we need Absolutely. to clarify that mental illness doesn't make you racist, right? So he has a lot oh, of no. anti-black no. thoughts that are being exacerbated by his mania. So he still needs a lot of self-healing of himself to get rid of the anti-black thoughts in addition to just regular mental health as well. You mean he also, like, in addition to the the fact that he is bipolar, he also has anti-black thought, which gets, which is allowed or is released when he's having these manic episodes. Yeah, so he's having delusions Uh and saying weird things, but they're Mm -hmm. all based on the fact that he has anti-black thoughts. So bipolar disorder doesn't make you racist. It's his inherent anti-black racism that is coming out in the mania. So that's what he's focusing on in his manic episodes. But it's two separate things. 
So wow. Okay. So I'm not a psychiatrist, but like, so is so so wait, help me out here. If if I'm bipolar and and I'm I'm gonna make this real simple because, like I said, I'm not a psychiatrist, so I, I want to understand. So I'm bipolar, and I also have this thing for turtles. Mm-hmm. Like I want to see turtles' heads bashed in whenever I see them. Let's do something different. In my Maybe everyday, you just, wanna, you just want to put crayons. Like you want to color code them. How about that? So we just would be a little. Oh, okay. <laughs> Fine. <pray>. Okay. <laughs> okay. Less violent. Um. <laughs> so when I have a um. So in my normal everyday life, when I'm not having to deal with sort of the the labileness of this illness, you don't hear me talking about turtles. Well, but you then might talk a little bit. Yeah, but it it won't be to the level of when right. I'm in an episode is what you're saying. So the filter is right. gone. Yeah, and then then all of a sudden now you're painting turtles everywhere on walls, mm-hmm. on street corners, etc. Ah. Yeah. So there was already and a the turtles are all going to look like what you've been thinking about, exactly, as opposed to what really is. Right. So it's ableist to say that his mania is causing his racism. No, yeah. his racism is causing his racism. The mania is just making it come out more and in strange right. ways. Right, right, and in strange ways. Right. And in strange ways. So then can black people be racist? So there's, so some of it is in the... Um, I think it's a yes or no question, though. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, what do we call that word when you're just talking? Oh, semantics. So it's semantics, right? So technically, yeah, the yeah. definition of racism is right. institutional thing that causes oppression of people. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people, lay people will say racism when they mean prejudice, right? Yes. So yeah. everyone is prejudiced. All of us are prejudiced in some way. Right. Especially you can't grow up in America as racist and as misogynistic and as anti-Semitic, et cetera, et cetera, anti-everybody <laughs> except for certain people. Like you can't grow up here and not have internalized some of it. And you have to have to actively get rid of it all the time because you're constantly right. bombarded with the images. So right. all of us have those prejudices. But yeah, it depends on if you're in a position of power to use it or not. Oh, okay. let me talk about your girl Sage Steele, right? See, you know what? I only heard about Sage Steele because I was reading something by Michael Harriet. I, I don't know who Sage Steele is. I think she's bi she's bi ethnic, so she has a bunch of ethnicities running through her. The predominant ones are these colors that look, you know what? It, it, I'm sorry. I know it sounds funny the way I was just describing her, but I, I am so, and I've been like this for decades, but I'm at the point where I just don't have a mouth to talk about black and white because these are colors in a Crayola box. So we're going to have to find some different terms anyway. All right. Let me know when you figure that one out. <laughs> I know when I figure it out. Right. Cause I don't have that kind of power to change things. When these folks invent words and terminology to describe things in everyday life, we latch on to them. I need some people to create some new words. Right. So she's one of my peoples, right? Okay. Um, got it. And yeah. So just like people try to say that Candace Owens isn't black. Like, yes, she's black. She Kanye black. West is yes. black. All of us are black. Yes. We all have a diversity of thoughts, et cetera. Yes. So Sage was butthurt that when a couple of the black reporters at ESPN wanted to talk about how to make ESPN less racist, she wasn't invited to the meeting. And she Mm. claims that it's because she's not being accepted because she's biracial. 
So number one, as a biracial person, yeah, sometimes you do get you're not black enough thoughts, right? And we have a yep. different experience yeah. from other people because uh, yeah. when we go around white spaces, we're black and we have to experience that racism. But then when we right. get around black spaces, we can't be totally comfortable because every once in a while someone throws some shade at us for right. not being black enough. But then right. also, like, you also get these other weird things where you're the attractive one because of your hair or your skin. Oh or my like when, when my son, like we went um, a couple of alumni from Duke and some other places, like we all went mm-hmm. and brought our kids to Napa. Um, uh-huh. So, you know, there's all these black kids and my son and people walking by would just say that kid right there is so adorable. Mind you, like there's a ton of adorable kids there. There's like yeah. 10 of them and they're yeah. all watching everyone talk about how the light skinned one, right. Is better looking than them right oh god anyways so we have all this is just a weird kind of space but anyways no it's not even but anyways no i mean mean, how old are you yeah yeah no, 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 yeah i know you did but like were these these grown-ups who um who were saying this about your son and basically not about these other kids um how what age range were they in are they like our group are they younger or they younger older everybody it's just just a common thing and they went and said no that one they would go out of the way say that specific one Mm. right and mind you like of course like my son is adorable like yeah he is yeah you're gonna like that yeah but it's still kind of obvious why they think he's better looking than the other oh yeah completely and completely and then find out that he's quote unquote black <laughs> foh well he has the one it's the F-O-H. one drop rule right one drop rule which is actual a real legal thing in the united states thing, yeah. that's how stupid the united states is yeah anyway anyway you were saying so the reason that sage steel probably wasn't invited right the other people said oh like we'd like to invite everybody but it's the same reason that stephen a smith wasn't invited like they're not trying to get the white supremacist view oh. in the meeting <laughs> right <laughs> So, as soon as you said his name, I was like, "Oh, okay, I understand now. Okay, you don't have to explain nothing else." And it was weird. It was weird because, like, mind you, I don't know Sage Steele. I just have seen the things yeah. that she said. But this time, right. she was she like in this one, she documented all the racist experiences she had, or a bunch of them, right? Yeah. But it's weird because a couple of years ago, she was saying things like, "Most of the ra- the worst racism I've ever gotten." from is from been from black people i've never experienced racism from white people mm. um it was like mm. anti-kaepernick prost when um the taxi drivers um protested the the muslim immigration ban she was talking about how it inconvenienced her ride home from lax and how it was mm. stupid and what is this supposed to do so they mm. she's always and just like Stephen a smith has always been on the side of powers that be like why do you want to get you we don't need your voice in the meeting of how to change this right we know what you're going to say you're not bringing any diversity of thought to the meeting because that's what's been in the meeting the whole time so why did you really want to go to the meeting why are you complaining about it why are you randomly claiming that it's because you're biracial i don't think it's because you're biracial the actual announcers who were in there were the same shade as her (laughs) you know but that don't mean nothing but i'm just saying it's not i don't think this is reverse colorism right (laughs) (laughs) oh 
Oh gosh, I hope that phrase is not real. <laughs> oh goodness, that term no. reverse colorism. Oh, I mean, it has gosh. to be right if you have reverse racism. Right? right, then there has to be. Oh goodness, and that's the funniest what thing about happening? like reverse racism is such a racist, stupid comment because you're saying yes. that if black people do it, we're doing it backwards. Um, right, 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 right. <laughs> Like, you ain't even got racism right. What's wrong with you? You're supposed to be racist against your own kind. Well, no, well, no it's because like, they're centering it on our white people, right? Like, white people do one thing, and then if black people do it, it's it's reverse. Like, it's... Right, 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 right. Like, right. like white is the center of everything, even racism. Yes, when yes, racism even racism. racism. Right. <laughs> oh, but, yeah, my gosh. It's not reverse colorism, Sage, like... You, it's not and i feel bad for her because i mean she's had some horribly racist things happen to her on um on espn on camera like there wow was this, like there was this dumb what's his name like this mma fighter like mm-hmm. i can't even pronounce his name sonnen whatever mm-hmm. kale sonnen blah 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 mm-hmm. uh, i'm probably pronouncing his first name wrong and i don't really care because he's a jerk face so wow he was she was interviewing him and she's mm-hmm. trying to do a real interview and he's just being like a jerk and like talking about her, like making advances and said something like, can I touch your hair? And she's like, huh? And she tried to ignore it and he kept persisting. She's like, okay. He pulled her hair and was like, oh, I thought that was a wig. This is live on air. Yeah. No. The producers don't stop it. Nobody stops it. No one takes him off stage. He doesn't get reprimanded, nothing. See, we need to protect black women. I don't care what they they sound like sometimes, but like, are you serious right now? Mm-hmm. Mind you, it was wow. after this, she still said that all the bad racism she gets is from black people. That is traumatizing. Right. Like, it's, like, it was horrible So to watch. how you can't, I, I'm just, I'm trying to figure out how you can't see that as part, I hope she, that's a viola, that's an assault, that's yeah. a violation, and it's clearly racist. And motivated by racism. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I wonder how she sees that. Clearly, uh, according to what you're saying, she doesn't see it as um, racist from a a non-black person or a white person, whoever this MMA guy is. That's what I used to think. But now she's documenting all the experiences of racism that she's had. Maybe she's had she include this? Does she she include this in that list? I don't think she I don't think she said it. I. I didn't notice it in the list that I read from right. from her. It was more of things that she was talking about as a kid. Oh my gosh! Oh, that's horrific. Yeah. It it reminds me of um. It reminds me of an incident that happened in medical school. I was a a count a camp counselor at a summer camp somewhere in the forests of North Carolina. Maybe it was Virginia. No, no, no. It was North Carolina, and um. We had we had a bunch of you know kids who had chronic illnesses, anything from HIV to cancer to diabetes, whatnot, and they were there of all different um, stripes and backgrounds and ethnicities and whatnot. And at a point, the young black women who were who were there with us, we were all supposed to go swimming, and they didn't want to go swimming. And the reason why they didn't want to go swimming, they didn't want to mess with their hair. Mm. I'm a black woman. I understand. We ain't gonna mess with you. And your hair is not in braids. Heck no. You know, you're not gonna you're not gonna put yourself through all of that, right? And it's a lake. I know people swim in lakes and everything, and that's great, but like I, I like clear water. <laughs> but anyway, at a point, um, 
these these other counselors, these were white women from the from the South, at least they had Southern accents, mm-hmm. began making fun of my girls for their for not wanting to wear um, swim caps even to go into the water. And I explained to them, look, some of those swim caps are not made for even our hair. And you know this because if you go on Amazon right now, finally, you can actually buy extra large ones so you can put all your curls and whatnot inside there. Because yes, black people do swim. Anyway, so, but that wasn't the case. You know, Amazon wasn't the biggest thing back then. It was still just selling books. And so one of them decided to get a swim cap and like stick her whole body. And this was um, an overweight woman try and stick her whole body into this very small swim cap. I don't understand why they can't do that. You know, just making fun and whatnot. And I got really angry. And I said, that's not how, you know, that's not how you behave. I don't remember everything that I said. Um, I certainly didn't curse at them or anything like that. You should have. Right, right. I, I, I should have. I did. But you know what? I'm in the woods. I'm in North Carolina. I'm just being. I'm, I'm a black being. woman. Come on. I'm just being. I know. I'm just being me. I'm just starting this. Starting this for no reason. So then that evening, so I thought it was done. My girls, they didn't go in for a swim. Uh, they got to hang out on the on the dock by the um, the dock by the the lake sh- uh, shore. Mm-hmm. And later in that evening, the counselor, the head of the camp, you know, called a meeting of all the counselors. Now, usually we get together anyway, like every night in the week, we just debrief about how are the kids doing, what are they talking about, you know, that kind of stuff. Well, this this meeting turned into what the heck happened. We heard from the other um, counselors that are also using these grounds that you were aggressive and that um, you were disrespectful to them. This is because I raised my voice and said not to to mock them. I then said, and and I had witnesses, right? Like I had my own people who also looked like me. This is the problem, black women, right? Like, and a black man. So there was a black man. You guys are dangerous. Right? (laughs) The three of us black people. Right. Right. So I, so, you know, I, I try to defend myself and say, no, this is what happened. Most people know, like, I'm not, like, I'm not a fighter. I'm a lover, not a fighter. So I'm trying to explain this. And the head of the counselor, I can't remember, the head of the camp says to me, basically says that I'm in the wrong. And I was like, absolutely not. These kids did not want to swim. Why are we forcing them to swim and mess up their hair? That's not acknowledging who they are, blah, blah, blah. This guy, white guy, who I end up finding out is, is apparently Jewish, ironically, in terms of this entire thing, turns around to me and says, I don't understand why you guys are always so explosive. No need to have an attitude about everything. I I looked at him like... I feel you people are angry all the time. And no one (laughs) said a word. The guy shut the... this, This white guy just shut the conversation down. So anyway, I say that because... Dang, Sage, man. Look. One black woman to another on your black side. This shit is real. Yeah, I mean they will they will find you and hurt you and do whatever and say that it's okay or be like, oh no, 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 no. I was just curious. That's not curiosity. Right. That's putting me on display. Your museums are enough. You don't need me to. And and the other thing is like I can't blame her reaction in that moment. Like I don't know what to do. Sometimes you're just shocked. What would you do? Like I don't know. Like you're just shocked by like, did this just happen? 
right? Yes, I'm not exactly. even. I'm not trying to criticize her reaction in that moment because I don't no, know what no, the no, hell no. I would do because, yeah, you're just sitting there trying to be professional and some exactly. person randomly assaults you. Like, I never would think that going on air on at ESPN that someone would grab and pull my hair. Like, that right. would never be a... Uh, uh, something that I'm prepping for in my interview. Like, hey, you know what? What am I going to do if this guy reach over, reaches over and pulls Right. <laughs> but see, that's be because I have thought that. I have thought that, whether it's in front of a thousand people or just one person and it's a one-on, you know, like a one-on-one. -on -one, I have literally thought that. And her reaction to me says that ESPN or wherever she, it was ESPN, right? Mm-hmm. ESPN hadn't created a safe environment. Of course Because if she felt safe, she would have said something. But well, she didn't. She was like, my, I'm, she was thinking a thousand things. Well, the other thing When is, that guy was doing that. Right. Like, how is not, how is like the cameraman, the mic dude, the producer, how is everyone not rushing this guy right then? Thank you. Taking him off the stage saying, you're Thank never you. coming back ever to ESPN. Thank We're not you. doing anything. You're done. And you can't say, well, if it was a white person, they might have because it, most white people aren't, well, no, 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 they wear weaves, but like, I, it, I don't think it's the, the, another white person's first instinct to go and grab their hair. Right. right. Yeah. It's not. So that, that, that whole like, oh, well, if a white person was there, no, that's BS. It's that, that's false equivalency. That's a non-starter. Yeah. This is a black woman. Y'all just decided to act like she was a toy or something. Exactly. Oh, it's horrible. It's horrible. The things that people go through anyway. So racism, whether it's white supremacy, black supremacy, anti-Semitism, it's all tomfoolery. Anyone yeah. who's pushing it, um, we should react against. Um, and we have to realize that if all the, all the average people in the world actually have all the power. Yeah. So once we actually realize that we don't have to take it from the few people in power, and we're all more related to each other, mm -hmm. and we don't want to automatically just align ourselves with the powers that be so we feel better and have the illusion of being better off, then that's when real change is going to happen. Absolutely. That's There's how Iceland happened. There's real power in that statement, power to the people, right? Yeah, that's how Iceland actually created. Like, they were, there was a bunch of Vikings that were tired of fighting so that their lords could be rich, so they all mm -hmm. got in boats and went to Iceland <laughs> and created a socialist society in like the 1300s or 1400s. Wow. Wow. <laughs> that is wild. No, you're, you're right. You're completely right. Like racism impacts all of us, all of us. So the best, the best strategy is to unite against it in yeah. all of its forms, all and of its forms. Intersectionalism. We're all in the same game. Word. Thank you, Khalil. Yeah, hold it down one time for the West Side. You know, this Chi and Khalil. We out. Peace.